am Dr. Liz, a pediatrician and parent coach. Welcome to my podcast, 10 Going on 20, Parenting Preteens to Young Adults. Join me in my amazing array of guests, including experts, parents, and youth, for conversations that will support you in having happier, healthier, and more connected relationships with your kids as they get older. Let's talk. Welcome. I'm excited today to talk to my daughter, Lauren, who is a young adult. And one of the things I wanted to do on this podcast is to have some young people come on and share what it's like for them growing up in today's world. And I've heard a lot about what it's like from my patients when I was practicing, but I've also learned it and experienced it firsthand raising my daughter, who's now a senior in college. So let's get started. So welcome, Lauren. Tell us a little bit about, or tell my listeners a little bit about yourself. I am a filmmaker and a musician and a screenwriter. And I go to school right now at USC. I'm finishing up my final semester studying cinema and media studies with a minor in screenwriting. And yes, I've always been creatively driven. Um, my hobbies include photography and watching TV on streaming services. Um, I love electronic music. And yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell. Well, well, thank you for that. It, it's, and we are different people. I know you're more creative in performing arts and, and film where I was the, the scientific person, the analytical person, and we complement each other well, but sometimes we're at odds as well. Yes, yeah, most, so- most certainly we are sometimes at odds. <laughs> In that vein, no, we are not the same. <laughs> and us being different, how was that for you growing up? Because I ask that because a lot of parents have children who are a lot different. And I know as parents, we often expect our kids to do the same things or act the same way that we do and are quite surprised when they don't. I know I was. So how was it for you? Um, I don't think that's a question for me because I don't. No kid grows up thinking of their parents. Like uh, that's not the whole. That's not the thing you think of your parents when you get older. But you're not six years old thinking about I'm so different from my mom. Like you're just minding your own business. Um, so it was fine. I had it for me. It, it just was like often very frustrating because I feel like. I feel like the frustrate no offense, but I feel like the frustration always comes from the parents projecting onto the kids and kids don't know the difference. They're just like, I'm just minding my own business, doing whatever I'm doing. Why are you getting mad at me? And that's a great point. And that is something that I had to learn along the way that you weren't a mini me. You uh, were your own person and are your own person. And I, and I think that's something as parents. And when I coach parents, I tell parents this as well. You have to really be interested in, in what your children are doing and who they are and what their individual talents are, because often they're quite different from your own. And once you find those talents 
and find what they're good at. Really uh, spend the time to become interested in it and take the time to develop those talents because each of us is gifted in, in our own way. No, I mean, you've got to be good at something and you have to accept that you're not going to be good at everything. And I'm not good at math, but I'm really great with creative stuff. And that was always more than enough for me. What has it been like for you growing up in today's world? And when I say today's world, I mean, it's so much different from the world I grew up in. It's full of technology, social media. I've heard your worries about climate change and there's school shooting. So it's a world that's quite different than the world I grew up in. It's certainly hard, but at the same time, I mean, I just also, I have nothing to compare it to. This is, this is all I know. So while that's a, it's just, it's brought in several ways, in ways, because for me, today's world is scary, but for me, that's just life. That's all I've ever known. You know, like I, I mean, I'm not particularly, I don't remember 9-11, but I'm in that same generation bubble that, you know, I, I was alive during 9-11, but I don't remember it. And that's my generation, right? And so we're very much a post 9-11 generation. And what that has done for us is just completely normalize the idea of mass terror, um, whether it be terrorism, whether it be the impending doom of the world via climate change, whether it be school shootings, or if it's the coronavirus, there's always something and I feel like there's never really been a point in the timeline of my life where I haven't had to worry about anything or worry about the massive implications that one destructive event, how that could affect the rest of my life uh, or the rest of my trajectory as a person. It's like it's hard to it's hard to come to center and be grounded in today's world for sure. In a world where you will have to worry about school shootings and social media pressures. My generation, and I am a Gen Z, not a millennial, my generation has only known technology. Um, so it's, it's really cool and exciting to think about future realities. Technology will continue to advance. And as the world becomes more expansive, thoughts become more condensed, I would say. So that's going to be a really interesting thing to witness. And I think we're in the middle of that right now. And more so than affecting my life and my well-being, it's really interesting to observe how society is reacting to all of these things that I have just been handed. Like, for an example, like, I was born into a world that had knowledge of climate change, right? And that has been the reality that I have accepted since birth pretty much. Like, that's the timeline I was born into. That's all I know. Older generations still negate the truth of climate change and its severity because they've had the luxury of living without that state of impending doom. So while their generations are adjusting, that's just my life. That's just my reality. That's my worldview because that's my only choice. I, I don't have the luxury of being able to live in a world without technology and mass globalization and thinking about the scope of things in the way they exist today. It's really cool, but at the same time, it's a lot of pressure and it really does. I feel like a lot of older generations talk about the millennials and the Gen Zs as if we're special snowflakes, as if we're too woke, but also there's no other choice. 
because that is the current world that we live in and will continue to grow in as older generations grow out. Do you see what I mean? You just inherited all of that. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it feels, yes, all of these overwhelmingly negative things are happening in my life, but at the same time, it's like very bizarre how normalized all of these things are and how much of an an expectation kind of how much of like a like a expectation society is kind of set up for these kind of things to happen right right well but you're not even close to being snowflakes surviving all the things that you've survived right as a generation gen z grows up with the normalization of first of all mental illness but the idea of growing comfortable with being depressed because there are so many circumstances that are so overwhelmingly negative that I feel like so many people are have just grown comfortable with living with this shroud of like a dark cloud over their head mm. not to say that we're pessimistic but I do think there's this heaviness that we bring to situations and we have this intuitiveness and we are very in touch with our emotions and our feelings and our mental well-being because of all of the circumstances that we've had to grow up and around with. Well, when I went in my practice, I, I saw anxiety, depression. I agree with you. I mean, there is a, a lot more of that in your generation. Yeah, and I, and I will hold to that, but no, no. But to say that like, I don't feel like we're always looking for the worst case scenario in the sense where we're like always trying to be negative. But more often than not, the worst case scenario is the reality. I mean, the entire the, the entire world has changed. I mean, let me think. Yeah, there was a tweet that was going around the other day. And I, I don't even want to attempt to paraphrase it. But it was just basically summarizing all of the things that millennials and Gen Zs have had to live through before the time that they're 30. And it doesn't even compare to anything of previous generations who keep calling us snowflakes. Yeah, because during your lifetime, there's been a lot of worst case scenarios. Well, yes. And then also think about the fact that like our generation has had to live through so much and most of us haven't even reached 30 yet, meaning a lot of us are still in our very primary years of just like figuring out what the heck is going on with us. So like on top of like this huge worldly scale of like trauma, there's our own personal traumas. They're like, the boy doesn't like you back or you're grappling with the fact that you might be queer or all of these other things on top of the fact that like the world itself feels like it's crumbling. So you all have the everyday normal teen challenges and young adult challenges on top of the the global world mass challenges. So you, you all do have a lot to deal with. And I think it's important for, for parents to get that, which I think a lot of times we don't and haven't. So what are your, or do you have any suggestions? How, how should parents go about dealing with this? Like knowing that this is what you all are coming up against. There's a lot of pressure to like know who you are and be an adult and be positive and work hard and get the grades and all of these things and just constantly be generating work. And it's, there's just a lot of pressure to be like absolutely A1 all the time when honestly, rea in reality, there's a whole lot of reasons not to be. Mm, that's a lot. I can only speak from my experience and I am just one of many million people. But for me, in my experience, 
What I've really had to come to terms with on my own is the idea of all of my future ideals not working out at all. And I'm not, that's not to say that I can't have goals and I can't have dreams, but I think right now what we're currently living through with this global pandemic is proof that nothing is guaranteed and nothing is within our control. And this is just one instant of many. And I grew up with these wonderful ideals. Um, uh, This is my particular experience, but I know this relates to a broader, uh, a a broader uh, demographic of people Uh, grappling with the idea of like even making your own future family. That's been a whole thing of mine. I've always dreamed of like having my own family and doing all these things. And I mean, I don't even know if I'm going to leave my house again. (laughs) So like, I mean, I think, realistically is as parents now of current children teens young adults just being present with who your kid is when they are who they are don't talk about this future don't talk i mean yes you know create goals with your kids and make them realistic and also make them pipe dreams you know it's always good to have positivity and hope and something to work for but in terms of learning to love your kid and accept your kid it does not start in the future and it doesn't start when they go to college and it doesn't start when they become a doctor and it doesn't start when they have a family and they're settled down it starts literally right now and that's what it's about it's i think it's right now parents need to learn how to be more present with the current being of their child because take everything else outside of it we're not even guaranteed tomorrow as people Take coronavirus out of it, you know, like take it, take everything else out of it. I think that's just helpful in general is if people learn how to be more present with people and accept their current state of being. Like, I think parents right now, the most important things are to learn how to be present and to learn how to deconstruct their own expectations and ideals of either what they wanted their own lives to be and they're projecting onto their kids or what they conceived their kids lives to be before their kids even were born and that is applicable to a lot of things that's that's applicable to so many things Uh, it's really just being present and that to me that's not just for parents that's for everybody on this planet is really just being present to the current moment because that's all we have is this present moment and I agree. Planning and goal setting and creating a vision for yourself are key and important and shouldn't be ignored. A lot of times we get caught up in the tasks at hand without enjoying the moment. And I think now is an opportunity for parents to actually be present with their children and get to know them and and find out what they're interested in. So I think although this is a dire emergency uh, that we're attending to, we can also use it as an opportunity to get closer to each other as individuals. So I think you brought out very important points that everybody can benefit from. So thank you for that. So what are some of the things parents can do to be helpful and what is not helpful? Oh, parents, um, if you want to be good parents in this time of change, um, to your kids who are growing up in this world that is unpredictable. Just make things easier for yourself and teach yourself social media. That's it. I think that's like another, just like that's just a tip. That's not even an essential. 
you'll make your life so much easier if you know how to communicate with your kid because social media is so essential now. And it's like you still ask me if you can zoom in on stuff on Instagram stories. You can't. You can't. If parents want to be in the know, actually, maybe not, because maybe then parents will ruin the app. Parents, stay off TikTok. Don't get on TikTok. (laughs) Well, thank you for your insight, your perspective. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. (laughs) You are very welcome.